Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Proud American Podcast, and I'm your host, Johnny Joey Jones. I'm a Marine Corps veteran of Iraq and Afghanistan and a proud American. Perhaps nothing is more American than the team pride we have as sports fans. Those who strive to become elite in their discipline and become professional athletes carry the weight of a city, a state, or even a country on their shoulders. However, nothing lasts forever, and many athletes struggle when they retire or leave professional sports and go back to a normal life something they have in common with the men and women who serve in our military. Today, we have two men who know this unique experience very well. Fox Sports NFL insider Jay Glazer and Army Green Beret and former Texas Longhorn and Seattle Seahawk football player Nate Boyer founded Merging Vets and Players to allow veterans and professional athletes to help guide one another through the struggle that is transitioning back to a normal or civilian life. And so, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you, Joey. You know, I know firsthand that transition is by far the most critical point in a service member's career. You know, if we have injuries or things, we can usually put up with them while we're serving. But when it's time to transition, all those things kind of come to a head. And it can be as emotionally taxing as it is physically taxing. The uncertainty and unknown can consume us when we leave service. And the way I understand it, athletes have a very similar experience. And so, Jay, how did you decide that this was something worth kind of connecting or investing in? You know, the biggest thing that both sides lose is they lose their locker room. They lose their tribe. You know, the transition is hard enough. When you got to do it alone, it really makes it difficult and challenging. And, you know, again, I've been in the NFL since 1993. I've seen so many guys um, not use their experiences to help them in their transition. And the other way, my best friend in all this stuff, I like to call my little sister, is Michael Strahan. And uh, he used what made him great as an athlete in the transition the right way. And, I, you know, we've just seen so many guys fall by the wayside and not do that. And when I met Nate, you know, I was training Nate to, to play in the NFL. And he, he became one of my best friends. And, you know, we moved him into my house here because um, I just knew he and I were destined to do something great together. And um, when I was finding out from really from him, learning from him, the difficulties of transition in the military, I'm like, man, it sounds exactly the same. I know. They're two totally different jobs, but it sounds the same. And I'm like, Nate, let's put them together, man, because athletes look up to, to military vets, combat vets, and combat vets look up to pro athletes. Let's put them together. I really think that the commonality, they will they'll really kind of shine together. And it's exactly what's happened. We've, we've reproduced this brother and sisterhood. We've built up this locker room. We could all be vulnerable with each other. And it, it's really become beautiful. Now we're in five cities. and we're just growing. Well, you're exactly right. If you sit in on one of these sessions, I, I've been able, lucky enough to do it and support you guys. It, something magical kind of happens. I mean, you go through this workout session and you sit and you talk and you share. And 
what I like most about it is is kind of just the backgrounds are as diverse as the fact that one set is a as a bunch of professional athletes and the other set is veterans, but what they have in common and what they talk about is always pretty monolithic. It's very much a shared sentiment. Nate, can you tell us exactly what merging vets and players is and does? Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll share a little bit real quick about my transition, my story, and then it, it'll loop sort of right into that. And, you know, I, I, I served in the military a total of 10 years. Um, my last four were in the Texas National Guard, and I was in college at that time. So I did, I was in the special forces for my entire career. So I was very fortunate to serve at an elite level, you know, with, 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 with men alongside me. I mean, the, the, the best of the best. And I know you'll argue with that, Joey, cause you're a damn Marine, but whatever. Um, <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, but seriously, and it was, you know, and I, and I, and I was, I was so fortunate to, to make it through that. And I, I mean, I worked my ass off, but to, to get to that level was great just to be able to serve alongside those other men. And then when I transitioned into the garden, I go to college to go play football. Uh, and granted, I, I'd never I'd never played football before. The only reason I even had the audacity to think I could do it was because of my time in the military, because of serving in the special forces, honestly. And when I went, I transitioned in right into football, like literally the day I got out of active duty, the next day was the first day of college. And the day after that was the first day of tryouts. So I didn't really transition. And then I went back into the guard served four more years there, had an opportunity to deploy a couple more times. And then straight from that went up and had that, that chance with the Seahawks, you know, and uh, it was, you know, very short lived opportunity, but I was so grateful. I was a 34 year old rookie um, just to get that chance, you know, and Jay helped so much with that, with that opportunity was that was everything to me. And then that's over. And then all of a sudden, like Jay and I are having this conversation, what we just, what he had just explained about these commonalities. Cause I was considering like, well, I might as well, I got to find a team. So the only other one that makes sense now is going back in the military. And he was like, wait a minute now. Like, no, dude, I love you, man. You're not going back. I don't want you getting the shot. You're not going back. Let's figure something out together. Yeah. What can, <laughs> what, what can we do now? What can we do now for guys like you that are in that place? Because you can't serve forever. You can't be in the military forever. You can't play, play sports forever. And, and that's where that came from. And then it was just, yeah, it was just this idea of like, all right, we're not compl- comparing the battlefield to the ball field. We never would. That's ridiculous. And anybody that says, you know, how could you do that? They're just, they're not being logical. What we're comparing is that purpose, the mission, the identity with that uniform, the team. Because the number one thing these vets and these athletes always say over everything else is like, man, I'm, I just miss the guys. I miss the locker room. That's it. And that's what we are. We are that locker room and we have that. So yeah, we're, we're training every week on in the gym, you know, on the mats and then uh, doing mental and emotional training uh, with each other in these peer-to-peer, you know, these coaching sessions uh, where we talk through everything. But beyond that, like it's every day. I mean, people every, every day there's somebody in our group that that needs something. That's that's in a that's in a tough spot. That's in a, a a dark place. And whether you're an athlete or a veteran, once you have that connectivity and you've shared in the room and you're vulnerable and you're part of this tribe, you have the license to go help each other, to save one another, you know, to reach out and to go pick each other and dust each other off. We've had some of our athletes save our veterans in some pretty critical situations where you'd think, well, that'd be, you know, that, that doesn't make sense. Like this guy's a, this guy's a, you know, he's a, he's a war veteran and this guy, he played a game, but they understand the mindset. They understand what it takes to be elite. And they also understand how hard it can be when you lose the team. Absolutely. That makes complete sense. And so Nate or Jay, either one, if you're a veteran and you're 
you're you know invited to an MVP. I, I know it's called a session, but our audience doesn't. You're invited to an MVP experience. What what is it that you'll do and experience? The, the first thing we do thing we do is we work out. You know, I have a fight background, and I know for me, um, after I get my ass kicked by Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell and all my training partners there, um, that's when that's when we have our best talks. That's when we really, man, we've we open up about everything. I know same thing after football practice. I'm sure it, with you guys after after battle. Um, so we train again. It's a half hour workout just to get a burn again. Um, and it's everyone from amputees to you know Hoist Gracie. Um, but then the magic really begins for the next you know hour or ninety minutes. We talk and we talk about everything. And the biggest thing that I'm trying to do for veterans. And athletes don't have the same issue as much. But our veterans um, is the transition. You're ingrained so much not to talk about what you've done. And, you know, that really isn't conducive for the transition. In order for you to come back and go get a job, man, you got you to pump yourself up. For me and Strahan to go get our jobs that we have at Fox, we had to brag about our stuff. We had to tell them, hey, this, this is why you need us. We've done this, 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 and that's why you need us over the other people that you're considering. And the military, it, it goes that goes against everything you've been taught. You've been taught not to talk about your stuff. You've been taught, told it's only about the team. Well, it doesn't really help with the transition. So in us, what we're trying to do is really get people to open up and be vulnerable and talk about their scars, be proud of their damn scars, um, talk about their experiences, because that's going to help you more in the transition. It's also... The more you open up in that circle, the more somebody else in there may be going through something that you don't know. And you say something and all of a sudden, wow, let's help them out. So, you know, the, 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 the greatest cause we have there at MVP is being of service. You guys sign up to be of service to people. And what marvels me about Joey, you and Nate, you guys, is y'all don't know me. You don't know my family. You don't know my, my son. And yet you went and left your own families to go fight for us. So me and my kid could could live in a free world, which is always mind-boggling to me. It's incredible. Um, so we've got to make sure that, you know, we still live this life of service because that's what you guys know. And that's what we're trying to do back, give, give these guys back again. Well, I, I, don't, I can't speak for Nate, but I can say that it's always been my honor. Every day, every day in the Marine Corps was, was my pleasure, except for one bad day, but that, that's neither here nor there. And I think, Nate, this point probably is really cool to talk to you about because it's something that you experienced on both sides. But when I was in Iraq in 2007 and eight, it was a pretty good year for Georgia football. I'm a big UGA fan. But I can tell you, waiting on those scores to make their way to Iraq on Saturday night or Sunday morning, that kept me going from one week to the next. You know, that being a sports fan is a part of your identity, especially here in the South, but especially in the military. And so when you were going to college and being in a, in a military unit, did you experience that kind of from both sides? And does that help you with MVP and to get these players and vets connected? Yeah, it definitely did. I mean, one of the reasons I was inspired to come back and even try to play college ball was how much football got me through deployments. I was in Iraq about the same time you were. Um, and fortunately in our team house, and we just had, you know, it's a 12 man special forces team. And in our team house, uh, uh, I'm proud to say I was a part of connecting the, the cables together to make it happen. But we had Armed Forces Network set up so we could watch we could watch football if we had downtime. You know what I mean? We had our little man cave uh, that we built out of plywood 
and uh, it's some crappy couch. I don't know where we got it, but uh, you know, we had that TV. So I'd come back. I remember coming back from missions at like 5 a.m. And everyone else, like once you finish your, you know, whatever, if you got a shooter statement, if you got into a, a you know, troops in contact situation or whatever you got to do, processing paperwork, as soon as that was done, like most, a lot of guys are like racking out because it's 5 a.m. and you're damn tired. Uh, I would stay up and watch Monday Night Football because in Iraq at that time, it's like the game's about to start at 5 a.m. because they're so far ahead time zone wise. So that was like a huge deal to me. And also, like I was thinking about this later and it's funny, I, I haven't mentioned it that much, but when Pat Tillman did what he did, you know, and volunteered, uh, to, you know, and enlisted and gave up, uh, you know, millions of dollars of a football contract to go do that. Um, I forgot how much of an impact that had on me to, to sort of thinking about the military as an option, even though I didn't sign up right away. It was more after he, he passed, unfortunately, you know, when he, when he, and when we all know at this point, you know, he's killed by friendly fire. Doesn't mean he's any less of a hero or anything like that. Um, and he had his opinions and, and, and viewpoints, just like you mentioned earlier, um, that are, 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 we're as diverse as anybody in the world, as, as anybody in the country, the military community is incredibly diverse. And so is the athlete community, but that guy, just what he did, what he, what he gave up was so inspiring to me. That was one of the reasons I joined the military. And then one of the reasons I came back and tried to play football was watching games overseas. So like all these things have just been so connected in my life. Um, and it was, it was a huge point part of getting me through. I mean, uh, we all need our escapes. We all need our escapes over there. Not everybody's a, a sports fan, but a, a, a hell of a lot of us are. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's fun. It's, it's something we could jab each other at, about over there that doesn't have to do with the mission. You know, we could talk, we could talk crap about UGA versus Texas, by the way, last time we played went pretty well <laughs> the Longhorns, but, uh, you know, that's something that'll never, uh, that'll never go away, man, through all this stuff, through all the controversy. And, you know, when, when we talk about, uh, divisiveness in our country and all these things I, on the football field. I remember standing up and looking in those stands and it's like, it's the most diverse thing in America, man. They got, it's, everybody's up there looking uh, every skin color, every political stance, probably, you know, wearing jerseys, different teams, dudes spilling beer on you next to you. And you like, you get over it, you know, you get over it and you just, you're having a good time in that moment. And that's really great. And it's the same thing in the military. Like I didn't agree with everything guys on my team thought and said, and I don't like every dude I'm serving with even, but I love them. I take a bullet for them. And we just, we just need more of that. What's in those locker rooms and what's in the military community is so unique. Um, and, and the unity, the amount of unity and sacrifice and selflessness is, is pretty incredible. And we just need more of that in the rest of the country, I think. Man, you've got me. You've got me spun up and ready to go to a to an MVP session right now. You know. <laughs> so who is who is eligible to partake in these, and how do they how do they find you guys and sign up? Any combat vet um, or um, what, Nate? What's the other term? Um, Would you say I'm a former professional athlete? Or are you talking about for the veteran side? For veterans, veterans. Because it's not it's um, not combat vets. It's combat support too, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, you know, Joe, we, we say combat vets. Um, but you know, it's, it's anybody that served overseas. We, we, we figure that out cause it's, it's complicated stuff, you know, but you know, we try to really focus on, you know, the war fighter, uh, the man and woman that was over there. doesn't have to, you don't have to be infantry or anything like that. Um, but that was over there, um, you know, that, that, that likely did deploy and whatnot. So, um, that, that's who we're focused on right now. I think one day as we grow and expand, we'd like to, to, you know, to, to be able to do more and reach more. But for right now, like that is our target. And then, you know, the reason why too, Joey is look, we're, you know, there, there is that commonality that, that, you know, what you guys did over there was elite and these elite pro athletes also. So if you're ex-pro athlete, 
Olympian, anybody on that level. You can play one game. I don't care what it is. That qualifies you um, because that makes you different. You, you know, Nate um, playing in the NFL, he has beaten out, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions of people <laughs> who compete in the NFL. And he played in a preseason game. That makes him very, very, very elite. Same if he played in 14 seasons. He still did something that the rest of the world could never even dream or think of or, or able to do. So that qualifies you. And then the other thing, too, is, um, you know, what we're trying to do is take what, what we learn from each other and, um, and share with each other in those MVP sessions and use that to lift up the rest of the world. And that's how Nate's talking about us affecting the rest of the world and, and hoping to help more people out. You know, our, we've had, you know, there are 22 veterans a day who commit suicide. Of our MVPers so far, we're at zero, not one, because of the way we coach it and, and we get this, this team back. So I think that the way um, we have our voice in how we deal with suicide, I think we, I honestly truly think that our MVP crew together could help make a dent in the suicide rate in this country, not just for vets, but for everybody. And I think we can help empower people from all walks of life. I think you're right. I think encouraging one another is, is a very basic but necessary step in, in overcoming a lot of things. Um, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. Uh, real quick, Nate, tell us where we can find out more if we want to support MVP or, or sign up for an, for an opportunity. Yeah, you can go to vetsandplayers.org, V-E-T-S-A-N-D-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S.org. We're also on uh, Twitter and Instagram. We're at we're at Vets and Players, I believe, on Twitter and at Merging Vets and Players on Instagram. But yeah, you know, give us a follow. Um, go to the website, sign up if you're eligible. And if you if you just want to support us, like we need it. We need it big time. I mean, we, we're in five cities right now. The only reason we're able to be in five cities is because of the generosity of people like you. And we want to be in all 32 NFL cities. And then we want to be in so many more places than that. And, and the only way we can do it, because every time we do this, we hire veterans to run these, to run the program. We hire veterans across the country running the program. The only way we can do it is generosity of people, you know, and uh, we, we've all fought for something in that room, you know, whether it's the country or whether it's, uh, you know, for the, for the man or woman on our left and right on the ball field. Uh, but we need people to fight for us as well. And, you know, we're at a time in our country uh, where it's it's all about us uh, lifting one another up and giving each other that outlet and that opportunity to be vulnerable uh, and to share our stuff and to get it out there. You know, one of our sayings is we lift as we climb. And uh, that's a team effort. We can't do it alone. No truer words have been said. I, I know as a guy with no legs, I can't do hardly anything alone. So <laughs> when you when you say that, I Oh, I kinda... Joey, you've done a lot. <laughs> But yes, you're right though. You're right. And that two legs, one leg, no leg, it doesn't matter. Like we need, we need the team. We need the team. No doubt. You know, uh, we always talk about uh, getting each other's back and it, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. It's, it's whether you're walking alongside them, um, you know, or just, just always in the foxhole with that person, um, you know, or always checking their six on a football field, man, that stuff all exists. It's all real. And it's definitely real with the transition too. Well, Jay and Nate, thank you both for coming on. I know you've got busy, busy lives and busy days. I think we've got an MVP session today that Jay's yeah, just cool. told me I need to um, join. We got, so one that, in New York. we got one in New York at 7 o'clock Eastern, and then Nate's leading the one in L.A. tonight at 7 o'clock Pacific. Well, thank you both for joining uh, our podcast and being a part of this conversation. I think our audience is going to be excited to learn more about merging vets and players. And uh, thanks again. Thanks, brother.
Thank you, Joey. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. For many kids, professional sports is more than a dream. It's a way out of a bad situation or to overcome a disparity. I know enlisted service serves a similar role for many of us who join the military. These veterans and athletes overcome so much throughout their lives and careers, and it's great to see them emerging as proud Americans. To hear more stories like this, visit foxnewspodcast.com and be sure to check back next week for a brand new Proud American Story. I'm Johnny Joey Jones, and thanks for listening. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.